Hello and welcome to the D&D 420 Podcast. This is a show dedicated to helping you become a better dungeon master. I'm your host, Eric M. Hunter, and I am a struggling game master trying to tell a better story. Joining me shortly is Jimmy Shields. He is the creator of D&D 420 and an avid D&D fan with over 30 years of experience. The bestiary carries on. Monster Spotlight this time has actually been influenced by some internet spookiness. So we're going to get a little weird. We're going to get a little bit cosmic. We're going to get Kune Kune. Kune Kune. This is one of my favorites. So the Kune Kune. Um, pulling up the stat sheet here. The Kune Kune is a large aberration. This thing is um, the Kune Kune for those who live to tell the tale and only if they can recall, resemble a very tall, disproportionately slender humanoid. It, is, it always seems to come from the ocean or some distant reach veiled in shadow. Its movements are surreal, awkward, exhibiting a lurching or jerking quality as it appears to suddenly disappear into shadow only to reappear from a hiding place nearer and nearer almost simultaneously. In place of arms, it seems to have tentacles instead. Um, mm. So these things are very creepy. They are, um, they are aberrations. They are, uh, some adventurers might say, as slender in an el- as an elf, but as tall as two, because they are about 10 feet tall. Um, they do have some immunities. This is a challenge rating nine. So we went, you know, we kind of jumped over some stuff here going from a little bit <laughs> going from challenge ratings, you know, ones and threes and fours up to nine. But um, this is a kind of a sweet spot at D&D, if you ask me right there, that level 10, level 11 group. That's where D&D is still fun, like really fun but not that kind of outrageous where it can be difficult to even keep track of what's going on with your character, let alone as a game master trying to challenge those crazy characters. Um, Some things about the Kune Kune, while we're on its stat sheet here, um, they have some immunities, poison and psychic. They have lots of resistances, cold, necrotic, bludgeoning and piercing and slashing from non-magical attacks. They're... immune to all sorts of uh, conditions, blind, charm, death, exhausted, fright, frightened, poison, stunned, unconscious. They just can't be any of those things because they are not people. They are from the Shadowfell. Not much is known about the Kune Kune. Not much at all. See, and I think it's, um, I kind of re- Obviously, this is the stuff of nightmares, right? Like Absolutely. these are these are the the stories that they tell around the campfire. Like, you know, like your skunk apes. Like, you know, oh, I had a bad run in, but like something like this. Like this is not only an interesting uh, creature to have in your world. But it also comes with this kind of like built-in lore. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Because around the campfire, you're going to hear something like the Kune Kune steals your memories. You know, because people can't. survivors of the Kune Kune attacks can't really remember what happened. All that's known is a body is found later and it seems to have been 
dragged into the ocean or dragged into a river or um, or even kind of like frozen and thawed out is are some uh, some things that have been said about bodies you know left over from a kune kune because they're not exactly looking to harm you physically they can the, the kune kune does have a couple of nice attacks its tentacle strike is a plus seven to hit not great 3d8 plus three bludgeoning damage also not great but that's not what it's trying to do those are just kind of damage over time things that it can do it's more trying to use those tentacles to grapple you um so if if they hit you with a tentacle and the target is medium size or smaller it is grappled dc8 D, dc16 um that's really what they're wanting to do so they'll they'll seek to neutralize a couple of members of the party um, through the tentacles grappling and they also have some spells they have uh, toll of the dead if they've grappled you they might use toll of the dead on you next those are legendary actions it actually has three legendary actions two choices there so it could do tentacle strikes in addition to its attack of a tentacle strike as well as um, its innate spell casting so they'll often use Toll of the Dead as that kind of fill-in. So that might be happening to multiple members of the group. Um, Toll of the Dead is really cool at the level that the Kune Kune is. It um, is a ninth level spellcaster. So it gets 2d8 psychic damage if someone fails their check against it. If they've already taken damage, it's 2d12. That's out of Xanathar's Guide. That's a really cool spell. Um, a couple of other neat things it talked about in the description. Um, was how it moved and you have that here in the abilities that the kune kune has shadow stealth that can hide in dim light and darkness uh, shadow step also while in dim light and darkness it can take a bonus action to teleport to another area of dim light or darkness within 30 feet of it it also has legendary resistance um, something you see on some more powerful creatures uh, throughout Dungeons and Dragons, and it has horrid visage. This is a thing, the forgetful part that it talked that we talked about a couple of times. Each creature within 60 feet of the Kune Kune must make a Wisdom saving throw DC 16, or become frightened for one minute. A frightened. Those creature. are the worst. Those are the worst. <laughs> like anytime, like you're not even in combat yet, and you're being affected. Like I, th that those kinds of creatures that anytime I came across, I always I was like, this is ridiculous. Like, come on. Yeah, it's just it sucks. But this thing doesn't want to get into a confrontation. It wants to psychic rend. The one thing that we haven't talked about on the stat sheet, it can as an action take psychic rending. On a creature it can see up to 60 feet away, that creature takes 3d8 psychic damage. Wisdom saving throw, DC 16 for half. A failed save means the target will lose their memory of the Kune Kune, except that it is something strange, uh, something that happened you know, in this kind of um, surreal state involving a very tall, shadowed, peculiar looking humanoid and that's all that's remembered if their friend died they'll forget that if they were attacked they'll forget that just that they something weird happened by the lake um so that's how they you get this i don't know we were just so scared and I, we don't know what happened it will try to psychic rend someone to death while trying to just psychic rend the rest enough to 
send it on its send them on their way because it only needs to feed on one person and it's not going to endanger itself by trying to tangle with a whole bunch of adventurers it will try to find one who's off on their own a little bit maybe subdue the others if they get curious and then slip back into the shadows oftentimes combat with a kune kune will be the type of thing where it badgers the group because it it does enjoy one part we didn't read um it they do enjoy toying with their victims they prefer their victims be afraid they love to spread panic and fear it feeds off psychic energy but um just like we put salt on our food to make it tastier it likes to put fear in their victim's mind um when a kune kune is weakened, it'll hunt small children, luring them away with images of sweets. It also has minor illusion. Um, when it's at its most daring, they'll attack small groups at a distance, again, dis disabling one at a time, so it can completely devour, devour the mind of at least one victim. So, so they're always soul predators? They don't group together? They do not group together. Um, do, do they fight amongst themselves? Two have never been seen together. Oh, go on. We only know a few things uh, on the prime material plane about the Kune Kune, and that's the way they behave while they're here. Um, th there's nothing else really known about them. They've never been um, encountered in the shadow plane or the shadow fell. So nobody knows why they come here. It's just assumed because of their shadow abilities that maybe that's they come from some part of the shadow fell. Um, so not like as far as, uh, ecology, well, we know what it eats. We know how it hunts. It likes to be near smaller towns that are, that may not have wizards around and big groups of adventurers to try to hunt it down. So it prefers to be on, you know, near fishing villages or, um, near small towns or frontier settlements, you know, out there country folk won't be believed so it doesn't get hunted down by the nearby wizard oh yeah no that's just the that's just the local demon to keep at bay yeah that's in every that's in every old town and like <laughs> colonial village like don't go out in the woods that's where the devil is don't go out don't, there don't go out there kune kune will get you mm -hmm. some interesting things about the kune kune um, children of the area become enamored with stories about this strange killer. Um, they may even make dolls or other toys f specifically for the creature, like as an idol or to even ask their parents if they can give it to Kune Kune. Almost like they're aware of the creature's presence, even if they haven't seen it or maybe even if they haven't even heard these horrific tales that come back to town. Uh, when questioned about it, the children will often claim that people just don't understand the Kune Kune and it wants to be your friend. God, that's just... So, you said it could, um, it could do, like, minor, um, like, mind tricks, basically. It has, yeah, it has a three different spells at its disposal that are very much, um, that kind of doom and gloom, that fear-based stuff. It has minor illusion, which it uses to entreat the kids. Um, Thaumaturgy is a, a really cool kind of prestidigitation type spell. Thaumaturgy, can, you can make your voice boom, uh, you can make thunder or lightning sounds, things like that. 
um, and Toll of the Dead, a bell rings like a, in your head, and it does that damage. It's almost like a uh, um, since it's necrotic damage, it, it gives you that that sense of despair, that sense of dread. Um, everything about the kune kune is meant to instill fear. Is there any way to control, to have them control with that fear? Like, say, like on the children, to give some sort of, pers- um, um, I don't know, like, I can't even think of what the spell is now. Where you're projecting thought, but it's not technically, like, manipulation. Do you uh, know what I mean? Uh, nope. Nope. I don't know what you're talking about. Suggestion, maybe? Yeah, Maybe. Suggestion? Uh, no, they don't have anything like that. Their spell, Nothing their like spells that. are very minor. Um, the toll of the dead is for damage. The you know each little thing it has is very specific. Um, there's there's some people suspect that they might have more powerful spellcasters. Maybe there maybe there's only one kune kune. Maybe the kune kune is is this thing that is always hunting and it just makes you know. There's all sorts of stories. Um, that are pervasive among the commoners, um, but even even the intelligent, even the the educated, don't really know what much about the kune kune. This is a newer thing in my game world. This is one of my newest creatures I've created. So there's still quite a bit of mystery around it. Um, I don't know if we'll get into much more about the kune kune in the future, um, but you know, it's possible. It just depends, you know how brazen adventurers get well and it sounds like an, an interesting one-off situation too okay like if you wanted to do like a like a like a haunted one-off like this could totally be a like a cool creepy horror movie it could uh yeah and this could you know how my one-offs go they turn into four sessions four jobs. offs yeah <laughs> yeah it's four four sessions and then everybody wants to keep playing um so yeah it could be a scene that you insert into a game of travel where you encounter the kune kune along the way and the adventurers may stop and try to find out more or they may just say to hell with that thing i don't (laughs) don't want anything to do with that yeah you know bill bill's an empty shell now um so uh i actually had a friend run a kune kune for his family he wanted to run something scary and he said that um he frightened the children and they couldn't sleep at night oh yeah man <laughs> i get that <laughs> so um and i and i don't know if if it pops into your mind or not but there's definitely something in pop culture that inspired the kune kune and yes slender man yes sound- i was yeah, I was thinking that. Sounds like Slender Man because it kind of, in a way, is. I thought that Slender Man was creepy when I first saw it. I don't know, what was that, 12, 15 years ago? Something oh, was like. it that? Oh, yeah. I thought you said, like, when you were 12. I was like, I oh, know, it wasn't that long ago. Was no, it? no, it was like 2008 or yeah, I don't know yeah. when it came out. Late aughts. Yeah, definitely. And um, I just thought it was a really cool um, sort of... Like, wow, that hasn't been tapped before. That's a really good image. You know, it's really creepy. It's really bizarre and really kind of touches something primal within me. And um, I had the idea for the creature the first time I saw the image. Like, I'm using that in D&D. That's scary. 
And uh, it wasn't until just a couple of years ago I made the stats for it. And um, I've only used it once in a game. And I've run some neat little mock-ups with it. But um, other than that, I haven't gotten to use the Kune Kune a lot. I'm hoping to, in the near future, don't tell the players. Thanks for listening to this episode of the D&D 420 podcast. For everything D&D 420 related, check out dnd420.com. If you'd like to reach out to us, you can find us there on the website and on YouTube at DND420. Lastly, as always, if you'd like to support the show, you can do that by telling another DM about the show and by visiting us on Apple Podcasts and leaving a rating and review. Thanks for subscribing and being a part of our work here at DND420. We will see you next week.